The Very Reverend Archpriest Mark Rowe is the Vicar General of the Western Rite Communities of the Russian Orthodox Church outside of Russia and the Rector of St. Joseph Orthodox Church in Sarasota, Florida. Today, he would like to share with you a few reflections and thoughts from the desk of the Vicar General. The blessing of the Lord be upon you. This is Archpriest Mark Rowe, the Vicar General of the Rocor Western Rite Communities. My dear brothers and sisters and dear friends in Christ, I greet you and wish you joy and every blessing on this glorious feast of the Dormition and Translation of the Mother of God, soul and body into the radiant glory of the Kingdom of Heaven. Sprasnikum. A Meditation on a portion of the first sermon of the Dormition by St. John of Damascus. Angels with archangels bear thee up, Impure spirits trembled at thy departure. The air raises a hymn of praise at thy passage, and the atmosphere is purified. Heaven receives thy soul with joy. The heavenly powers greet thee with sacred canticles and with joyous praise, saying, Who is this most pure creature ascending? Shining as the dawn, beautiful as the moon, conspicuous as the sun. How sweet and lovely thou art, the lily of the field, the rose among thorns, Therefore the young maidens love thee. We are drawn after the odor of thy ointments. The king introduced thee into his chamber. There powers protect thee. Principalities praise thee. Thrones proclaim thee. Cherubim are hushed in joy, and seraphim magnify the true mother by nature and by grace of their very Lord. Thou wert not taken into heaven as Elias was, nor didst thou penetrate to the third heaven with Paul. But thou didst reach the royal throne itself of thy Son, seeing it with thine own eyes, standing by it in joy and unspeakable familiarity. O gladness of angels and of all heavenly powers, sweetness of patriarchs and of the just, perpetual exultation of prophets, rejoicing the world and sanctifying all things, refreshment of the weary, comfort of the sorrowful, remission of sins, health of the sick, harbor of the storm-tossed, lasting strength of mourners, and perpetual succor of all who invoke thee. O wonder surpassing nature and creating wonder! Death, which of old was feared and hated, is a matter of praise and blessing. Of old it was the harbinger of grief, dejection, tears, and sadness. And now it is shown forth as the cause of joy and rejoicing. In the case of all God's servants whose death is extolled, his good pleasure is surmised from their holy end, and therefore their death is blessed. It shows them to be perfect, blessed, and immovable in goodness. As a proverb says, Praise no man before his death. This, however, we do not apply to thee. Thy blessedness was not death, nor was dying thy perfection. Nor, again, did thy departure hence help thee to security. Thou art the beginning, middle, and end of all goods transcending mine. For thy Son in his conception and divine dwelling in thee is made our sure and true security. Thus thy words were true. From the moment of his conception, not from thy death, thou didst say all generations should call thee blessed. It was thou who didst break the force of death, paying its penalty and making it gracious. Hence, when thy holy and sinless body was taken to the tomb, the choirs of angels bore it and were all around, leaving nothing undone for the honor of our Lord's mother, 
whilst apostles and all the assembly of the church burst into prophetic song, saying, We shall be filled with the good things of thy house. Holy is thy temple, wonderful in justice. And again, The Most High has sanctified his tabernacle. The mountain of God is a fertile mountain, the mountain in which it pleased God to dwell. The apostolic band lifting the true ark of the Lord God on their shoulders as the priests of the old, the typical ark, and placing thy body in the tomb made it, as if another Jordan, the way to the true land of the gospel, the heavenly Jerusalem, the mother of all the faithful, God being its Lord and architect. Thy soul did not descend to limbo, neither did thy flesh see corruption. Thy pure and spotless body was not left in the earth, but the abode of the queen, of God's true mother, was fixed in the heavenly kingdom alone. Oh, how did heaven receive her who is greater than heaven? How did she, who had received God, descend into the grave? This truly happened, and she was held by the tomb. It was not after bodily wise that she surpassed heaven. For how can a body measuring three cubits and continually losing flesh be compared with the dimensions of heaven? It was rather by grace that she surpassed all height and depth, for that which is divine is incomparable. O sacred and wonderful, holy and worshipful body, ministered to now by angels, standing by in lowly reverence. Demons tremble. Men approach with faith, honoring and worshiping her, greeting her with eyes and lips, and drawing down upon themselves abundant blessings. Just as a rich scent sprinkled upon clothes or places leaves its fragrance even after it has been withdrawn, so now that holy, undefiled, and divine body, filled with heavenly fragrance, the rich source of grace, is laid in the tomb that it may be translated to a higher and better place. Nor did she leave the grave empty. Her body imparted to it a divine fragrance, a source of healing, and of all good for those who approach it with faith. We too approach thee today, O Queen, and again I say, O Queen, O Virgin Mother of God, staying our souls with our trust in thee as with a strong anchor, lifting up mind, soul, and body, and all ourselves to thee, rejoicing in psalms and hymns and spiritual canticles, we reach through thee, one who is beyond our reach, on account of his majesty. If, as the divine word made flesh taught us, honor shown to servants is honor shown to our common Lord, how can honor be shown unto thee, his mother, and be slighted? How is it not most desirable? Art thou not honored as the very breath of life? Thus shall we best show our service to our Lord himself. What do I say to our Lord? Is it sufficient that those who think of thee should recall the memory of thy most precious gift, as the cause of our lasting joy, how it fills us with gladness. How the mind that dwells on this holy treasury of thy grace enriches itself. This is our thanksgiving to thee, the first fruits of our discourses, the best homage of my pure mind, whilst I am moved by desire of thee and full of mine own misery. But do thou graciously receive my desire, knowing that it exceeds my power. Watch over us, O Queen, the dwelling place of our Lord. Lead and govern us all our ways, as Thou wilt. Save us from our sins. Lead us into the calm harbor of the divine will. Make us worthy of future happiness through the sweet and face-to-face vision of the Word made flesh through Thee. 
With him, glory, praise, power, and majesty be to the Father, and to the Holy and life-giving Spirit, now and forever. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May you have a blessed feast of the Dormition. God bless you. The Very Reverend Archpriest Mark Rowe is the Vicar General of the Western Rite Communities of the Russian Orthodox Church outside of Russia. The music you hear is Sky Cullen by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, and it's licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. This has been a Western Rite Radio production. Please visit us at WROradio.com.